Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. I hope you guys have had a great week so far. Another get one started. down. <laughs> let's let's get it started, huh? Let's start uh-huh. it off. How's the last week been? Really good for me. I don't know about y'all. Fuck yeah. Busy. Just busy, GT. Busy, busy, busy. Here, over there, doing this, doing that. But you know what? We're blessed because it's life. So That's yeah, right. just staying busy, staying blessed with everything there is. Yeah. Boys, I got my first workout in today for the first time in three weeks. Is my neck's not so fucked up. I'm so happy. <laughs> I was feeling like a nice. fat ass. Oh my god, I'm doing. I'm working out I wasn't steady. Able and... to go this morning, bro. Really? I well, a couple hours ago. I'm gonna bulk and work out heavy again for another month and get back into it. I'm gonna start fixing up my diet because i'm good I'll, I'll bulk somewhat for another month and then i'm done i'm done i'm gonna take a break <laughs> from bulking i can't do it anymore i hate it, it sucks hey, it's not built shoot. for it bro you, you want the gains big dog you better we get the bulking big dog i know i'll probably do a winter bulk again at some point but right now this man's waiting for the winter then it's only march hey. winter is okay fall bulk too all right just like you need that summer pot okay right i got you Hey, shoot, we getting there, baby. See, I'm right there. online. Tanner, how are you, man? How's your I'm pretty weekend? good. Yeah, pretty good. Started at second job last, yeah, I think the day of the recording of last week, but it's been going pretty well. I have my last shadowing shift tomorrow, and then starting, I guess, this following week is when I would coach my own classes or teach my own classes. The tough ones is the, the six-month to three-year-old classes when kids are not liking water and you try to you know like not dunk their head but essentially acclimate them to having water in different parts of their body and like dunking their head and kind of pulling them underwater to get used to head and it's just yeah six month old really yeah yeah they have classes for six months to three years is like one age bracket that they do so yeah it'll help babies pretty much get used to the water and with the parent in the water, obviously <clears throat> for that age group. The say, they just hand their baby over like here, dunk no, my child. No, because I have more than one at a time. So it's like four or five babies. Yeah. You imagine if I have to like hold four or five babies and yeah, but uh, that's hot going take. good. I have a hot take of the episode. I think swimming is one of the most crucial skills that you should learn as an adult. And when I learn about people who don't know how to swim when they're adults, <laughs> I'm not like angry at them. I'm not judging them. I really am not. Cause I know sometimes that just, that can't happen or stop the cap. <laughs> I'm saying based on, based on what happened in your family and whatnot, it might not have been possible. Right. I'm telling you, it is a very, very important skill to have. Uh, no, 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 you said one of the most important. I think it is. I, I legitimately do. The... One of the, I think it's an important life skill. You need to know how to swim. You I really think so, do. too. I think so, I think too. So too. 100%. Because let's say you're on a cruise and you out there. Titanic number two happens. You keep yourself from so many activities. And if if some crazy situation happens based Pool on where you, live, you don't know how to swim, like... Pool parties, beach, lakes. That's what I'm doing. I'm saving lives out there. You know what I mean? You're just saving lives here, left and right, one day at a time. Just a hero to everybody. Big man. man, man, It's so inflated. It's like a hot air balloon. (laughs) I'm saying we can't do it. It's already too big. (laughs) No, no. Um, No, that's been fun. It's it's been fun. It's a good change of pace instead of doing the retail job full-time as well because then I'm dealing with pretty much adults in baby form at the retail job, you know, just – 
Man, people yeah. are just... It amazes me. First week's topic, guys. This is something that I think even the three of us have are a little bit different on the scale of introversion versus being an extrovert. And I honestly have friends who are in both categories. Like, honestly, it, sometimes I'd rather hang out with people who are ready to party. Sometimes I want to hang out with people who are more chill and relaxed. But I just kind of wanted to talk about this topic, introversion versus extroversion, the benefits of both. And I actually have the first question. Thank you, Connor. The first well, question. Shout out to you. Connor. The first question hey. for today, gentlemen, is uh, what are the stereotypes of both in your head? And how has the thought of each group, introverts and extroverts, changed over time? Oh, man. I hate saying this, but I got to be honest. I got to be the true me. As a kid, you think of extroverts as those that are outgoing, they're loud. Or you think of those that are, they are extra. They like to express themselves. They like to do what they want, or they just, you know, want to be themselves and they don't care about stuff. And they're very confident. And then with introverts, when I was younger, I always thought that like, they were quiet. They didn't like to do stuff. They like to just be by themselves. And I was like, well, that's no fun. But I think growing as I got older, you can be classified as like more of one because there's so many factors that can be put into these. So I think the main things to keep it short is for extroverts, they're more willing to be themselves and express themselves. Whereas introverts, they're more to themselves. They can still be extroverted at times, but for the most part of their life, just chill, lay back by themselves and keep themselves. I think introversion, I viewed way more negatively when I was younger for some of the reasons GT said, I thought, um, thought it was boring. I thought, why would you want to be by yourself so much? If you had to choose between hanging out by yourself and playing games at the house or watching a movie by yourself, or even with just one person, you know, you can still be an introvert and hang out with just one other introverted person. And I would still consider that an introverted thing to do. Whereas extroverted, I always thought that that was cool. Thought they would go on missions more. They would do more fun, exciting things. But it's funny because I, I feel like my perception of it has changed not only from what I thought it was, but also how I think people develop it. I think it's kind of both, like it's a natural thing based on your personality and it's kind of based on your life experiences, like what happened to you. We'll get into that more people later. People so around gonna, you too. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into that too much right now because I know we're going to talk about that later. But anyways, so that's changed a little bit over time. And now I kind of view both positively and just kind of as an aspect of people's personalities. So it's more about a preference, about what kind of activities and things people like to do. So my extroverted friends, they like to go out, they like to go to concerts, and they like to do that all the time. Whereas my introverted friends, they would rather kind of just have a chill hangout, like at the house or something. What about you, Tanner? What, what are your thoughts on this? Just being introverts where the kids that would rather stay inside a recess and read a book than go outside and play with everyone, or kids who kept to themselves and didn't really have a lot of friends, whereas extroverts, you know, they're friends with everyone and this and that. Whereas now it's more so of, for me, a big part or difference between the two is interpersonal skills and how good you are with people, talking to people, communication, all that stuff. I feel like that also is how I can now tell 
when people are introverts or extroverts is their way of communication and how good they are around people. But that, that's, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird because your perception of it changes over the course of your life because, at least in my opinion, my relationship to this topic has changed as I've gotten older, whereas I touched on this on my answer, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think it is both like an innate thing that you're born with. Like, I think that you are more likely to maybe be born with certain interpersonal skills, but I don't think that the, for me, I don't think that that can make or break somebody who's introverted or extroverted. I would consider myself pretty good with people, but I also consider myself more introverted than extroverted because that's what I choose to do, for example. So do you guys think it's innate or do you guys think that this is something people have control over or they can choose to be? What do y'all think? Uh, me personally, I think it's absolutely both because you'd be lying to just completely ignore one of them because they both work all the way through and they both work together sometimes. So I definitely think like there are some times where I, I don't know if I'd say like hereditary. I mean, yeah, there probably is if we go down to the nitty gritty science, but I would say, I mean, it's who you're around a lot, I think is a big key. So I definitely think absolutely both. And you'd be lying to not just yourself, but everybody else. If you were to deny one of those two, call me a liar. Dan Tanner's call smiling. A liar, dog. That shit's a hundred percent a factor that changes over the course of your life. <clears throat> I don't think your personality is necessarily innate. I think you kind of contradicted yourself when you said that it's all about impressions on people around you, because that's that's how you grow up. Is you learn from observing others and the people that you're around the most. They say that you're what? Isn't that a thing where they say you're most like the 10 people that you're around the most or something like that? You pick up little things. Closest. Yeah, yeah. That's why I you got to like, be very specific. Right. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like it's all impressions and obviously how you are yourself, how you want to be. Like Connor said, he's very good with people, but he considers himself naturally an introvert. And I feel like I am the same way because I grew up moving around so much. I had to be an extrovert. I had to be good with people and make new friends quickly and all this stuff. But at my heart, eight out of 10 times, I'd rather have a chill night maybe by myself or maybe with a few friends than go out somewhere else and in a big scene or something. But, 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 but th doesn't that mean you kind of contradict yourself though? Cause you said it's oh. not, it's not a new. But you're saying that based on your experience and around the people you were around, you could have, you should have, in theory, been extroverted, but you weren't, right? Like, no, I am extroverted. I identify as an introvert, though. But I'm that's what I'm saying. You, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like your internal feeling, regardless of your life decisions, I, I consider you really good with people, but you consider yourself an introvert, right? Right, and it's, so it's like. Even though you had to be extroverted because your life experiences, and I'm sure, and I, like your parents, I know your parents are extroverts. Well, I don't know about your dad, but your mom at least seems extroverted, mm -hmm. right? I'm just saying, you might contradict yourself, bro. No, like when when you say nay, it's like you're you're born with it, right? Right. So if my exactly. parents are both extroverts, then why am I an introvert? Because of your grandparents could have been grew. introverted. Like you could have picked that up. I think. See, something. I said both. See, I, I think both. 
No, I think it's both, sure. but here. All right, shut, shut up. up. So when I said both, I said both as in if you get to the nitty-gritty science, you're probably going to say, oh, yeah, you got this from this person. So what? But then after I said that, you said I contradicted myself. But I then said, but it's mostly around the people that you are around. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you grow up. And yeah. who you're around and who you interact with changes everything. Well, I'm Khan saying it's got completely that look. on the people you hang out with. I don't think it's innate at all. I don't think it is Connor at all. Doesn't like that. I'll drop it after this because G2 is talking about both introversion and extroversion. I know you had a question about that. All I'll say is, like, I was I was also forced to be extroverted, and I forced myself to be extroverted because everybody in my life was extroverted a lot of the times. <laughs> I, I don't consider myself extroverted, and I very well could have been extroverted because of how much I pushed myself when I was younger to be extroverted. But I didn't because I always, as I grew up and as I got older, even when I was a little kid, I always preferred like some alone time. I always needed that alone time. And that was something that I never picked up from anybody else other than my mom explaining to me. For me, it's because of my my sensitivity empathy thing. So I like I need alone time. So therefore, I'm more introverted because of that. But I'll drop it. Can you be both but channel either side or fuse both sides together when it comes to making decisions or action in your daily life and how you go about things. Like, how does that, like, how does that factor in? What factors make you more of? I think everybody has to learn for me. Like, I think anybody can, of course, do both. It's going to be harder for some people based on their personality and just naturally picking up stuff. Tanner mentioned social skills. You know, that's that's a big one. Like people don't naturally pick up social skills like everybody else. So for people who are real introverted and don't don't feel like they got any social skills, that's going to be really hard for them to pick up stuff and like to, oh, let's I'll just watch some motivational talks about speaking to people. But that's not going to always work for them. You know, there, there's like real things that they're going to have to go through to get better at stuff like that. So they could theoretically do it, but at the end of the day, like you said, GT, there are certain situations where you're going to have to kind of be a chameleon and mold yourself in life. When you're out there networking yourself, maybe promoting yourself for something, you got to turn on extroverted qualities. If you are maybe trying to work on something privately and you're just trying to be really focused on it, you maybe got to be more introverted and cancel your hangouts and stuff. So it's just... People can be both, but it's probably good, I would say, to be able to harness both qualities if you can, even though it's going to be harder for some people, I know. In terms of being an introvert, something that I've said multiple times and will continue to say is that you have to be best friends with yourself. You have to have the capability to be alone and be comfortable doing things either solo or mostly by yourself in some terms. Obviously, you have to have people skills with about 95% of the jobs out there in some way or form, you're communicating, working with others, dealing with other people's problems, etc. So you need to be an extrovert in that sense of having a communication and people skills. However, in terms of being an introvert, which is one of my strengths is being okay alone and having the ability to do things on my own or not feeling a little anxious or depressed by being alone at times, which everyone gets that sense of being lonely. But as an introvert, it it definitely helps in a way of being comfortable at times when you are alone. So yeah, you, you can harness both. It is There's definitely 
positives and I guess you could say quote unquote negatives to being solely one or the other, but definitely people can be both. Y'all both covered my thoughts on it. You know, I really like that, Connor, how you said, you know, when you're trying to promote yourself, you got to be more extroverted. And when you are working something personally, it's more introverted. So like that, that hits home. Cause I mean, that goes into our daily lives, you know, that like it's because we all have our own personal things that we're working on, right? Like new year's resolutions, right? That's personal yep. stuff. But some of those we have to be extroverted and we have to go out and go do stuff, right? Cause going to the gym introverts, that's a nightmare for some introverts going out into the gym. Yeah. That's, that's scary, right? Yeah. But also with you, Tanner, the fusion of it, I think, honestly, it let me speechless. I was like, shit, like, that was good. I like that a lot. Appreciate mm -hmm. it. I appreciate so, it. And I just, I think you can absolutely be both. I think it's just different factors when it comes into things, you know, I think but also to kind of take it another step forward in an example. So with Connors, right. But also the fusion of Tanners. Practicing a skill or practicing a hobby or this or that 95% of the time you're, you're doing it by yourself. You're improving by yourself. When you're in the gym, you may have a workout partner, but who's pushing that weight? You, um, you're pushing it. Yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, that, that's a, that's a point I, I honestly didn't think of GT and to switch gears real quick, Johnny, but you, GT, you talked about in your answer, what, which is harder for you guys? Do you think an introvert breaking out or an extrovert who is forcibly isolated in a situation, for example, something we don't know, COVID, you know, an extrovert that was isolated during a COVID scenario, which one do you think is harder to overcome? Man, I think it's. And I, this is my perspective. I think it's a lot harder for an introvert just because we've talked about fear in a lot of podcasts. Fear is always going to be present in a lot of things, but fear doesn't mean that you automatically are going to be afraid or donezo, no matter what it is, it's not always going to be present in some people's lives, but it's going to be present in the world. I think that it's a lot harder for an introvert because they got to like come out of their shell, right? They got to actually do something that they haven't normally done or they don't normally do. Whereas an extrovert, right? It sucks when you're being contained in something, but you find something to do to entertain yourself, right? Whereas an introvert, they haven't even experienced that because at some point you were isolated like as kids, you weren't around as many people. I mean, but people could also argue that that could be completely wrong. They could have it completely flipped. But, but as far as my perspective, I think it's introverted coming out of their shell, which is something we hear a lot more, but that also could be people that have talked about it. Whereas now we have people talking about being more present and not in a show. It's a hard subject because I don't want to be contrarian and just be like, oh, it depends on the person. It depends on how they handle anxiety and stress nah. and all that. But mm. I, I think um, so much. I, I'll put it I, in I there. mean, it does because it's, it's going to be different for every person. But I will say, I, I think I agree with GT because he brought up a really good point. You know, you're, you're almost dealing 
with two different emotions. I mean, with somebody who's trying to get out of their shell, they're obviously dealing with fear, right? Because of fear of what's going to happen to them. Maybe if they do something, fear of what's going to happen when they try to do something, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas somebody who is an extrovert, but they're coming into themselves. You know, I mean, there could be some fear there, whether they're afraid of delving, whether they're afraid of getting bored, but I feel like it's fear against restlessness. And I think fear is a more powerful emotion and fear is a harder thing to get over because there's guilt, there's anxiety. There's so much that ruminates with fear and ruminates with that. So I, I was going to be contrarian, but I actually think GT convinced me to say it's probably harder for introverts to come out of their shell because we also live in a society too, where I feel like there's a lot more pressure for people to come out of their shell. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure for how people are supposed to be, you know, just in terms of social media and comparison. And so sometimes people who are introverted and want to do something with themselves, they feel like they're a failure, for example. So they already have, I feel like all of these predetermining things. Whereas before COVID, we didn't have a ton of examples of converted people maybe slowing down, except for maybe if they lost their job or they were famous and then they didn't become famous. I mean, I know there's more examples, but does that make sense? No, absolutely. That's it's, it's long winded and it could be either one, but because of the emotions that go with it, I think for me, introverts coming out would be a little bit harder. Let me be different. I mean, yeah, come, come on, on, switch it up. Ting. Come, come on. on ting. I know. This is why on, baby. being an extrovert Dude, just, who isolates himself, it's harder. As someone who once was naturally an extrovert, and I've switched, honestly, late teenage slash 20s is when I switched from being an extrovert to an introvert. As an extrovert, I feel like a lot of the people are scared to be isolated because that gives them opportunity and forces them to have self-reflection on themselves. And as an extrovert, you're constantly around people. You're constantly trying to keep yourself busy because you don't have to think about yourself. You like being around people because then you don't have to sit in a room by yourself with your own thoughts. And as someone who was like that and then sat with their own thoughts and realized that they don't necessarily have a lot of qualities that they like about themselves and how to do a bunch of self-work, that fear of being alone and feeling lonely that fear of knowing that when I sit by myself, I have thoughts about myself that aren't necessarily positive. So I force myself to be around others. That fear was very powerful and controlling. And whether you look at it as a negative manner or a positive thing, I turned that into positive energy and realized that if I don't like myself when I'm alone, then I'm not the person I'm supposed to be. I think being an extrovert at times, you'll find a lot of these extroverts are that way because they don't like to be alone. They have right. they have to feel like they need to be around others because when they are by themselves, they go through a lot of self-reflection or learn a lot about themselves and they realize, oh, maybe I don't like that guy that's in a mirror or woman that's in a mirror. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. So not yeah. necessarily disagreeing with you, gentlemen. I'm just a different perspective on why I feel like an extrovert being isolated is also going to have some difficulty as well. It's not so simple as maybe entertaining yourself because then you're only prolonging the inevitable, you know, for those situations, not saying True. every extrovert hates himself, but personal experience. I can see what you're saying with that. I mean, I know plenty of extroverted people who they had to grapple with what it was like to deal with their, their thoughts and 
grapple what it was like to deal with themselves like on a day-to-day -day basis because they were so used to just putting themselves out there there's actually i'll i'll plug something real quick it's not even my own thing it's, oh. there's this awesome do you guys know who bo burnham is no do you guys know who bo burnham is yeah, though i know who he is he yeah. did he did a span that did y'all watch that stand-up comedy thing that he did called inside on netflix anybody did you guys watch that mm-hmm it was basically a special Maybe. where he obviously didn't stay in one room, but he was basically only in like a couple of rooms during the pandemic. And so he shot this stand-up special and did all the music writing, all of the joke writing. He edited all the frames and everything in one room. And so like the whole special takes place in one room and he goes into stuff about this, like how he just constantly had to grapple with his thoughts and stuff because he was forced to isolate like everybody else was. He went into a huge depression and it was a really dark time for him. So I can see what you're saying. Tony. It's a very good, very good special for anybody who's maybe felt that and wants a little bit of release. You're not the only one. He's a super talented guy. But yeah, I think that's very interesting, Tanner. I can, I, it kind of, it's, it's a hard thing to answer with that one. And it's also hard to pinpoint exactly all of the not just connections but all the factors that might lead to people developing introversion and extroversion one thing that i think that i already mentioned plays a role with this is societal pressure regarding friendships relationships your work like exactly how you're supposed to act in those situations what kind of role do you guys think that plays nowadays especially with social media in how people develop like their introverted or extroverted qualities yeah huge yeah i i mean JT says so many times talking about social media, how it's like the highlight reel or how people want to portray themselves. And I think in general, whether you're at work or at home or even in some relationships, people try to act a certain way or portray themselves a certain way to appear to be more likable. And I think with that comes with the pressure of you trying to be extroverted or the pressure of you to act a certain way to be more likable or to make yourself appear a certain way where as I feel like a relationship and the one I'm in right now, I am who I am. She is who she is. We don't compromise who we are as individuals, but we come together to complement each other and love each other for our strengths and weaknesses. And I feel like that's something that people nowadays, especially in their twenties don't necessarily do because they're afraid and want to be accepted. And obviously be liked by as many people as possible. So I think yeah. the pressure to pressure act a certain way in certain environments, such as work or such as relationships or whatnot, absolutely has enormous pressure. It shouldn't, but unfortunately it does because people feel the need that they need to be a certain way in order to be likable. But be one of one, baby. That's 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 what I'll say on that. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm coming off of that one. One of one. We've talked about this before, the game of life. Everyone has their own game of life. No one's game of life is going to be the exact same. No one's given the same card. No one is given the same hands. We're at the casino. Your hands are always going to be different than mine. We don't have the same cards. So you got to play your cards to the best of your abilities. And I think the societal pressure, 100%, 1,000% affects everything how people view themselves how people view others how people view situations how people view other people viewing situations like that's that's crazy because do y'all remember in like middle school or high school when people would be thinking about like oh what do i think other people are doing right now or what are they like mm -hmm. thinking about me within a situation yeah that's sad yeah 
That is so sad. That's yeah. been so much in your head. It's kind of like society or life is holding you by your shirt and you can't go nowhere sometimes. And that's so sad. You want to run, you want to go do your thing, but society holds you and it's like, no, you're going to be like this. Otherwise I will not let you go or I'll let you go, but you're not going to get far. I agree. It's sad. I agree. So I think it's one of those where, like Tanner said, it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be prevalent, but it is. It just is what it is. And that's why you got to grab that bull by the horns. Just hold on for dear life. And even if it bugs, just hold on. What were you coming yeah. up? So, I mean, y'all have summarized it really well. It's a really sad problem. And it like draws parallels. I feel like people might just reactively become more introverted because of a pressure to put themselves out there in a way that they're not comfortable with or something, you know, kind of like how you talked about Tanner with your move, you had to move a bunch and you were forced to be extroverted. Well, now you choose to be more introverted because you were forced to do something. Same shit, same kind of concept, just on a bigger scale. I mean, it's, it's sad because people have like this idea that they have to follow this agenda in order to be happy or something. And so they never get to actually explore themselves. It's just sad because it really just matters what makes you happiest. You know, if you enjoy doing activities where you're on your own more, then just do that. But if you enjoy going out with people then and being super out there, then go do it. You know, like it's, we, we just need to get to a place where that kind of discourse is not, it, it's not about what you should do. It's about what you want to do at the end of the day. And like, celebrating what people want to do rather rather than what they should be you know what's so this is 100 percent something i'm gonna i don't want to be the person who tries to instill life lessons on my kids but this is seriously something that i really do want to talk about with my kids when they're young enough before they feel this pressure because i feel like you know you tell your kids have fun at school or this or that and then you'll see a kid for those eight hours and that kid person at school can be different than the kid who comes at home you know, whether they're bullied or they feel like they need to act a certain way because of their friend groups that they have at school. And you don't know that because you're not there as a parent. And I feel like this is right. 100% a conversation where I need to sit down with my kid and say, there's always going to be pressure. People are always going to dislike you for who you are. Just be yourself. And you'll realize that the people who deserve to be in your life will gravitate towards you. I just feel like it's such an important lesson because I felt that pressure even as a kid. And I know you two definitely did as well. It's just the way that yeah. things were and the way we grew up and the era that we grew up, it's it's a shame. But when you have that impression placed on you when you're in elementary school and you tell someone in their 20s that, oh, just be yourself, dog. Why do you care what they think? Well, because the last 20 fucking years, I've been you had to low indirectly. Blueprint. Yeah. Indirectly, I've been trying to be likable because that that's how society kind of, do you want to have friends or do you not want to have friends? Or They push you in that direction. They put yeah. you in that direction. So, I mean, I got a little fired up there. I apologize. But that's how I feel about it. Dude, no. You're lucky I didn't start chipping in because we'd be talking about this. This would be a <laughs> two-hour long episode. That might be a good lesson. Life lessons about kid, life lessons for our future children or something. Done. Maybe we could talk about that at some point. Done. Write it down. Well, guys, to to wrap up the thoughts here, I have a final question for you, gentlemen. Yeah, you know, we kind of talked about being an introvert, being an extrovert. 
our personal experience with being one or the other, and also both simultaneously with both extremes, is it an unhealthy lifestyle to live in some people's eyes? Do you think a balance of the two is the ideal situation for people in their 20s? And if so, why? I feel like in your 20s, that's you. That's the building foundation that we always talk about and that I bring up. But if you build a foundation on fake stuff, because when you make a foundation, you want it to be the strongest it can be. Because if you try to build a skyscraper with not a strong foundation, you have no skyscraper. But if you have a strong foundation, that building will be there for ages. It'll be so successful and such a beautiful piece of art. So I think you need to just be you. And if your work doesn't like it, then you weren't meant to be there for ages. And it's fuck them. Like I say earlier, it's fuck them. Yeah, so. I agree. That's, that's, that's well said GT. A balance of both is probably good to have just to be successful in certain types of situations. But I mean, it's, it's too short of a life to force yourself to be introverted or force yourself to be extroverted. If you don't naturally like want to do that, my relationship with this and how introverted and extroverted I am has changed. Like I was more introverted during COVID. Now I feel like I'm a little more extroverted because I'm trying to get out. I past year or so I've been trying to get out of the COVID slump. So it, it does like kind of change over time and just be open to what your mind and what your body and what your heart is telling you about what you want to do with yourself. So if you're enjoying yourself when you're being a little more introverted, just go with it. You know, don't question it. Don't feel bad about wanting to spend time. Just make sure you communicate to those who love you. And if you want to be more extroverted and put yourself out there because you're in a different situation, maybe you're newly single and want to go meet some people, fuck it, go do it. Like that's what you should do. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't question it too much. What I will say is that I'm not going to give you advice on whether you should be an introvert, extrovert, or a combination of both. You just need to be you. Be you. Be you, be true. Be you, you and be just true. Okay, that's right. And just do. Yeah. You know that motto, baby? No, but like genuinely. Drop the mic. Genuinely. Bam. That's it, though. As Connor said in his 20s, he's evolved and changed over time from being one or the other. I just mentioned previously that I went from one to another, and it fluctuates over time. Depending on your life circumstances and hardships that come up, you may realize that you internalize and come more into a shell. You realize that you need to be around people more, for example. It just evolves over time. So you don't need to be a combination of other. If you are an extreme and you're content with yourself and you're being the true you, I say perfect. Just just be yourself. Just be yourself. And it will change over time. And like Connor said, it's completely fine. But any closing thoughts on this episode, fellas, before we wrap it up here? Be you, be true, and just do. I would just say if you if you're at a capacity to learn both, learn both. You'll be you'll be happier that you did. Learn both skill sets. It'll be helpful for you in different situations in your life and you can pick and choose how you want to exercise it. All right. I mean good shit. You know? GT anything? Drop the mic on. Oh my fucking goodness. Do you have any closing thoughts, sir? No, I I loved it. I think it was a very good episode. The beauty of life. 
is seeing the difference between other people's, you know, introverted, extroverted, and their views on stuff and how you can then add that to your understanding of it just that much more. So just always being a constant learner and appreciating not just your point of view and how you think about things and see things, but also through the others, but not living through other people's eyes. Yeah, well said. I, I was going to say same thing, just worded differently. I just feel like you need to listen to how you truly feel. It's okay to be uncomfortable at times, but if you're constantly uncomfortable in social situations or lack thereof, then you should listen to it and not push it away just because you think that, oh, it's not not who people want me to be or not how I how I should be or whatever. You are who you are, and that that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Let's Talk 20s. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Follow the podcast, Let's Talk 20s podcast on Instagram. Peace. Peace.